Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I missed you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you're new here, or welcome back. This is my podcast. We talk about anything because my brain and life is as disorganized as the next, and uh, this is just my podcast for funsies, so I do what I want. Anyways, it's been a while since I posted an episode. I've been uh, super busy. If you listen to my last episode, you'll know that I went out of town to New York And so this is like the first uh, Sunday that I am free to film an episode because last Sunday I was already back in Vancouver, but I was catching up with some friends and that was just super important to me because that was like the first weekend that we were all in town for three months and also for the next three months. So obviously, you know, going to prioritize seeing some real people rather than talking to myself in a camera. Anyways, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having an amazing week so far. Okay. And uh, let's get into a check-in. Let's do a rose, bud, and thorn. Let me think. Okay. My, okay, my bud is, I was just thinking about this right before I started my episode. My bud is that I am so super excited for the new year. I may have alluded to this in a few episodes before, but there's a lot of change that is going to be happening next year for me in terms of career, in terms of just personal growth as well. I mean, with change, I feel like there is an inevitable change in your personality and your development as well. And I am just so super excited for that. And I don't know, that's just like, it's been really different for me to think about that because most of the time I am a terrible person when it comes to change. I used to cry all the time. I used to just be really stubborn and not want things to change because I really liked how they were. But this year, when I think about the change that's coming next year, I just honestly, the only thing I feel is excitement, obviously a little bit of nerves because, you know, I'm heading into some new territory and stuff, but that nervousness is also just nervousness excitement, which is crazy for me. I feel like I've changed so much in terms of just my um, like reaction and overall perspective on change has really changed and it's gotten a lot healthier for me. So I'm really excited for the next year. One thing, I think I'll talk about this in my next episode when I talk about, you know, the end of the year and also my intentions for 2023. But one thing I want to make more time for, and I'm trying to figure that out right now, is for content creation, not just for making my podcast. I'm pretty consistent with my podcast. I try to be at least, as I say, as I haven't posted in the last two weeks, but I really want to prioritize making YouTube videos and Instagram content next year. I feel like I'm finally in a place in my life where I like just honestly don't care what people think of me anymore. And so all the nerves of like, oh, what will people say? What will they think of this YouTube video has honestly disappeared. And I just really don't care anymore. And I just want to live my best life. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing is making YouTube videos and making content. So I want to do more of it next year. I'm just trying to figure out schedule wise how I'm going to do that though. Like I want to be a bit more structured on the weekends because right now I'm finding it hard to balance everything. And So I will think about that and get back to you next week when I do my end of year reflection. Actually, I don't think I think my end of year reflection episode is going to be in two weeks, not this week, not next week. I mean, Um, so we'll see when that happens. Anyways, that is my bud. My rose is I had therapy yesterday and 
I'm going to be honest, my life has been not the bestest the last few weeks. Um, There's just been a lot of personal complications and stuff, which I hope I will finally or eventually talk about sometime. But as of right now, it's just I'm still too fresh in the like situation to talk about it. But I had therapy yesterday and I feel a lot better about everything that's going on in my life. And I also got this really cute message from my counselor. Let me read it to you. It was so adorable. I like cried. I screenshotted it and then cried because I thought it was so adorable. We, I only have sessions once a month now because of just my schedule being crazy and also just financially. Counseling is definitely a huge financial commitment. So for me right now, once a month is kind of just like my way of that's like the best that I can do, which I actually really like the once a month um, like tempo because I find that enough happens in a month that you can kind of reflect. And also it's not like too long where you feel like you're a totally different person the next time you see your counselor. But anyways, at the end of his email yesterday, he said, if I don't chat with you before the new year, have yourself an amazing and restful holiday and really reflect and celebrate all your successes for 2022. You've done awesome despite all the challenges you're facing. And that email, and along with just it being the end of the year right now, has got me really scenty just about what this year has been like for me. And again, we'll talk about this in my 2022 reflection episode, but when I think about this year, it's honestly just been like super crazy to think about how much my life has changed and how much I have grown. It's crazy. Um, I'm going to start crying when I think about it right now. So let's not delve deeper into that, but just know that I'm feeling a lot better. And the end of the year always gets me in a really good mood because it's just, it's just amazing. And also I'm like a really scenty and nostalgic person. So reflecting and stuff has always been my favorite thing to do okay my thorn though um so I think my thorn is that because of my like the personal stuff that I'm going through right now I do think Christmas is probably going to look a little bit different this year which is okay I mean it's not like you have to celebrate Christmas by eating dinner eating a fancy dinner and spending lots of money um Christmas is more just about like the perspective and the attitude of course as you get older that's also like one thing you learn is that like presents and stuff like that really just don't matter anymore um it's been a I've had a couple years now where like honestly I don't have anything that I want for Christmas because everything that I want is not tangible anymore so yeah um I yeah so I think Christmas is gonna look a little bit different for my family this year which is fine I'm, I I still want to spend some time together last night my boyfriend and I actually went to go look at Christmas lights and that was just super wholesome also the Christmas lights were like sponsored by a fire what is it um they were sponsored by a fire what is the like firefighters they were sponsored by firefighters and so to go in you donate and then all the proceeds obviously go to burn victims and just whatever else and it was just so wholesome and it was really fun listening to the live christmas music they had saxophones there and then just so many lights and stuff like that it was just i love those kinds of things and it was nice that this one was for a good cause and not just for profit that made me feel a little bit better too But anyways, yeah, that's my rosebud and thorn. Um, Let's get into a little life update. I put that in my plan because it's been a while since I recorded. So I wanted to talk about what's been going on with me. 
So yeah, let's do that. Okay, so first things first, I've been really into podcasts recently and obviously I have my own podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love being a consumer of podcasts right now. So I am going to share the podcasts that I have been listening to and how much I just love them and what I like about them. So I'm going to pull up my phone just so I can see. I feel like the classics that I've always loved are Pretty Basic and Wild Till Nine. Um, I love my lifestyle girlies. I love, I think Pretty Basic I really like because they bring on a lot of really cool guests and those guests I would have never gotten to know more of like had they not brought them on. One I am thinking of is they just brought on Pokimane which I thought was super cool because, you know, I when it, it was during COVID, I was into the Among Us era and I watched a bunch of live streams of people like Pokimane, Valkyrie, Toast, uh, Saikuno. They were playing Among Us like all the time. So I really, really did like her. But hearing her on the podcast, I feel like when you just hear people on podcasts, you get to know like a whole different side of them that you never would have known of otherwise. So hearing her and like, I feel like I just really admire her and what she does and just the content that she makes so I really like pretty basic because I really like the guests that they bring on I love wild till nine as always because of just the banter between Lauren and her boyfriend Jeremy that's one of my favorite episodes I just think because Jeremy doesn't work in the influencer world it offers just a much more different perspective than influencers would if that makes sense because I feel like what kind of sucks and what I don't really like about full-time influencers is that they are full-time influencers and I get that it's like a full-time job within itself but a lot of us are not full-time influencers and so having Jeremy on he's not a influencer of sorts like it really does bring just a more realistic perspective of just the majority of us, right? Like the majority of us are working nine to fives and we do corporate jobs. And it's nice to be represented in that way. It's hard when you're consuming content and all the content that you watch are made by like full-time content creators because it's just hard to relate to, you know what I mean? So Wild Tonight, always one of my favorites. Also always love um, Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain. I just really like how she talks and what she thinks about. I think the topics that she has are also very like thought provoking. And when I listen to her podcast episodes, I think about whether I agree, whether I disagree, like what I think about that topic as well. And I just really like that. I I like her solo podcast episodes. I mean, she only does solo podcast episodes, but I like that they're solo because they're nice to those are just like thought provoking and thinking. Whereas like when I listen to podcasts of two or more, those are more like I just need some background noise and I want to hear a conversation if that makes sense. I've been playing podcasts like all the time, like when I get ready in the morning, when I cook dinner at night, anytime I can. So it's been crazy. Another podcast that I've been listening to more, I love Full Coverage by Lori Lee and Manny MUA. They are, they are just like a really, I think I really just like their relationship and their mood. Like listening to their podcast makes me very happy because, you know, they're both very like exuberant people and they both have just such a positive vibe to them that I really, really enjoy. I have also been listening to Ava Jules's podcast called On My Mind. I like solo podcast episodes when I want to, you know, think a little bit more and just have a little bit more of a chill day. 
Okay, new podcast episodes or new podcasts that I've been listening to. One is Note to Self by Peyton Sarton. I have always heard of her because, you know, she's friends with other influencers that I follow, but I actually really do like her content. I feel like she is a lot more, because she is a little bit older as well. I feel like she's just a lot more thoughtful and I like what she has to say. I've also been listening to Unsolicited Advice by Ashley and Taryn. I like just listening to the public submitting stories in that podcast. Basically, the public emails them stories and they offer advice on the stories and stuff like that. And I I don't know. I just like listening to it. And then I think the newest one that I've been listening to is called The Rotten Podcast. And that's by Tiffany Mine, her boyfriend, her fiance, Matt Fine. I think I really like that because they really do get into nitty gritty details that, you know, other content creators might not get into and kind of avoid talking about. And I just like, you know, hearing the real juicy details. I like that. So I've been in a huge podcast phase. I really like those podcasts right now. Those are basically always on loop. And um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast before I started this. When I finish recording, I'll probably be listening to a podcast. I've been consuming them like crazy. Also because like I get in phases where I'm just sick of all music. Um, So that's kind of just been my phase right now. You know, I don't really want to listen to Christmas music 24-7. I'm kind of sick of my playlists right now. So podcasts have kind of been the move for me. Other life updates that I can think of. Let me see. I have been doing a lot better with living alone. It's been a lot more fun. I think it's been really fun the last two months. I feel like finally got into the groove of just being by myself. And, you know, I've been actually really enjoying cooking and being able to make meals for myself and that's been a lot of fun for me for sure tonight i'm making beef bolognese pasta with tomato sauce delicious i i do go on a rotate of like making pasta making sheet pan dinners um making noodle soups like and whatever else i can pull together in my fridge (laughs) but that's been super fun honestly otherwise like that's it What other interests have I had? I mean, these are random things, but I want to buy a Lululemon Everywhere belt bag. I want to buy the fuzzy ones, like the Sherpa ones, because they look so cute. Even though they're freaking expensive now, why are belt bags, like the regular ones are $44. I remember, not to say that I'm a trendsetter, but I bought a belt bag when they like first came out and they were still $38. And I was like, oh my God. And then they started getting popular. Now they're so popular that, you know, they don't sell all the colors online. You have to go in person and then they raise the prices and all this stuff. It's just like, you know what I mean? I'm really excited for the rest of December because a lot of my high school friends are coming back to Vancouver. We're going to meet up, catch up, going to go snowboarding. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I haven't gone snowboarding since, did I go last year? I think I did go last year once. But I want to go a couple more times this year. And my boyfriend and I have been planning to go a couple more times in January as well. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Otherwise, that's kind of it. I'm just chilling till the year ends. I feel like the holiday season work has been a lot more busy because um, I work in basically I work in a warehouse and that relates to, you know, businesses selling stuff. And so obviously people want to sell stuff for Christmas. And so everyone's like rushing to get their orders out and stuff like that. So 
it's been kind of chaotic there, but manageable. And um, I've been in a really big work phase. That's also a thing. But before I left for New York, I was kind of sad that I was going to go to New York because I was like, oh man, I have to leave work. And I've been really enjoying work. And when I came back, I'm like, oh shoot, it is really freaking busy because I had to catch up on so much stuff when I came back. But I still really enjoyed it nonetheless. I've been in a really big working phase and I really like working. My other job, my math job, honestly is like my favorite thing in the world. Um, it like it actually amazes me how I can go into a shift and I've had the worst day ever before coming to work. But it being teaching math to those kids like instantly lifts my mood. And when I leave my shift at night, I'm like in such a good mood, which is crazy. It happened twice last week where I went into work and I was like kind of upset. I was like, I don't really want to go to work today and stuff like that. But leaving the shift at the end when we closed, I was feeling so good and just really positive, which I was like, wow, this is kind of weird. So I realized I really do enjoy that job. It's probably one of my favorite things in the entire world to do, which is crazy, crazy. Anyways, let's get into my New York recap. Obviously, I went to New York. It was, I went on November 23rd, the day before Thanksgiving, and then I came back December 1st. So I went for about eight or nine days, um, including travel, though. Travel took up two full days, so yeah. And I thought I would just share kind of like three main things, which three categories. First is the best food that I ate. Obviously, New York is a big city of food, so have to share all the things that I ate or the things that I loved. And then also talking about the New York lifestyle that I kind of learned about through people watching and just talking to my friends that live in New York now. And then the last thing is just best parts of my trip, obviously. So let's get into it. I'm going to talk about the best food that I ate first. This is in no particular order. I was kind of just looking through my camera roll and just taking notes of what I really, really liked. So first is um, a place called Magnolia Bakery. And my friends and I went the first day that we were there, um, that I was there, sorry. And so this was Thanksgiving. And what I learned is Magnolia Bakery, first of all, they sell pies exclusively on Thanksgiving, which is kind of crazy. And one of their most popular things is this banana bread pudding. Oh my God. It was so delicious. I cannot even explain. So you can kind of hear it's, it was kind of like a multi-layered cake. Mostly, um, there was some cake parts, which was like a vanilla cake. There was bananas and just like custardy filling, like icing. It was so good. I got a small size and I finished it all in one go because it was just absolutely delicious and I really, really liked it. So would definitely recommend trying it once if you're going to New York City. Next off, I think this was probably one of the best meals that I ate in New York in general that week. Um, I went to a restaurant called Veselka with my friend Eric and that was a, I think it's a Ukrainian restaurant. They also sell pierogies. You know what I learned? I went to the same restaurant as Doobie Doobap, one of my favorite YouTubers. Her name is T Tina Choi. She also showed Vaselka in her New York vlog. And I was like, oh my God, I went to the same restaurant and sat a few seats away from where she was sitting. I didn't go at the same time as her, but I watched her vlog like I think a couple days after I went and I was like, oh my God, she went there too, which was crazy. Um, so yeah. Anyways, we got a we got pierogies there, which were really, really good. But I feel like pierogies, there's like a limit to how good they can be, right? Like it's just 
dough filled with potatoes, cheese, whatever you choose. Like there's kind of a limit to how good it can be, to be honest, I think. So they were really good, but it's not like the best thing I've ever eaten. Um, but I had the beef stroganoff and oh my goodness, that was probably one of the best pastas I've had in my entire life. It's crazy because the beef was just cooked to perfection where it was like pulling apart and it was so soft and also what contributed to what how good this meal was was that it was pouring rain that day that I went so you know you can imagine it was super cold outside and I was you know wet from walking in the rain with my friend and it was just I was just a little bit miserable but then coming in to eat this warm bowl of pasta I was like this is heaven on earth. It was honestly one of the best meals that I've had that week in New York. Really, really liked it. Okay, next up, these two places are in Brooklyn. They were from recommendation from my friend Angela, who lived in New York for a couple months. The first is a raspberry almond croissant from L'Appartement Le, Le, 4F. I don't know how you say it. The, the name is in French, though, but it's it was such a good croissant. I, oh my gosh. Like, you know, I'm not like a huge pastry person, person, person. I'll, I'll get pastries here and there because they're easy to eat. You know, they're just ready to go right away. Um, but I'm not like a person who craves out pastries, but this croissant was super, super flaky, super, super beautiful. And then inside there was like this raspberry jam. It was more like raspberry. Um, it was thicker than jam. It was kind of like a spread, kind of like butter, but raspberry. And then topped with just more raspberries and almonds and powdered sugar. So good. I loved it. And then I paired that with some coffee from Arabica Coffee, also in Brooklyn. I think they're like a 10 minute walk from each other. So my friend and I, we went to the coffee place first to grab some coffee. And then we went to the croissant place to get croissants. For breakfast um i got a spanish latte i believe i can't remember what they are now they have a bunch of like different coffees that i didn't really hear of before or just like different style lattes that i've never heard of before so i tried one from recommendation from the barista and it was super good i think the one the spanish latte had like condensed milk in it and stuff like that so it was sweet and it was milky and it was really really good last thing i'll recommend for best food is okay I I will recommend it, but just know that I don't like fully love this place. It's Ichiran Ramen. I there's a couple locations in Manhattan, but I went to the one on 31st Street. I can't remember if it's East or West 31st, but just one of the 31sts. And so if you've ever seen online, there's this really famous restaurant in Japan, Ichiran Ramen, where you sit by yourself and you eat ramen. You don't have to speak to the servers to order because there's a little paper menu and you just eat by yourself there's a little like everything's closed off and obviously it's super popular in japan and the this is like these restaurants of ichiran ramen are the only ones in north america the ones that are in new york so it's super super um what is the word lucrative and very very popular because people want to go for the experience so i went um couple tips first of all get there definitely before it opens i arrived at the restaurant at 11 40 a.m i the restaurants opened at 12 
and I was second in line and I was like, oh shoot, I think I'm kind of early. Uh, I should have maybe gotten here at 12. I think that would have been fine, but no, don't be fooled because by 12 o'clock and they opened the doors and let people in the line was down the block. So definitely get there early. Uh, it is crazy busy. Um, by 12 o'clock there was a line down the block. And then also when I finished eating, it was like 1245 came back out. Line is still down the block. So definitely go right when the restaurant opens. Otherwise, I feel like it's not really worth the wait. Um, and the reason I say that, okay, so Ichiran Ramen only does tonkatsu ramen, which is totally fine. They only have one ramen because they want to like specialize in this one. This restaurant is just so freaking expensive. I don't know if I can justify it, you know? Especially with the Canadian to USD conversion right now because I'm paying in Canadian dollars. But basically what happens is you order the ramen, but the ramen doesn't come with all the toppings that normal ramens come with. At least the ones that I eat in Vancouver, right? Like I think the normal ramen only comes with ramen noodles, the soup, um, and like two pieces of chashu and that's it. Where are the bamboo shoots? Where is the egg? Where is the seaweed? You know, all this other stuff that's like quintessential when you're eating ramen. So you can order this other like topping platter, which comes with more chashu, seaweeds. I think it was like scallions and bamboo. I can't remember if bamboo's in it, honestly, but it was something else. And I was like, huh, weird that you have to order it separately, but okay, I guess. It was really good. I... I don't think it was like life changing. It's definitely really good. But yeah, when I found out the price at the end, I was like, okay, it's kind of not worth it. But anyways, it was $40 American dollars by the end of the meal, which given the current currency, it was $60 Canadian. So I was like, oh my God, I just ate like a, okay, I don't think it was 60. I think it was like 50 something. I just ate a 50 something dollar bowl of ramen. When, you know, I could get a $12 bowl of ramen in Vancouver and it'd be still super good. So I do enjoy, I did enjoy the experience and, you know, I'm glad I went, but I don't think it's like a place I'll be going regularly if I lived in New York or somewhere that I'll go again when I go back to New York again. So just know that. I think it's good for like one experience. I also definitely want to try the Japan location when I go if I go, when I go, um, because I feel like first of all, it'll be cheaper there and it's like more authentic there. So yeah, those are all the restaurants I have to recommend. Otherwise, I feel like New York really specializes in like hole in the wall places. So try out some food trucks, try out, you know, the tiny little restaurants that you don't think will be good because it there's just so much food everywhere that you can't possibly try everything. I also went to Levain Bakery. I didn't put it on this list because it was not like the best thing ever, but I did go to Levain Bakery and tried their famous cookie. It was actually pretty good, but you don't have to go if you don't want to. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the New York City lifestyle. So when I'm a traveler now, I really do just like, you know, just walking around and just vibing and kind of just learning about how people live their life. And obviously, New York has such a big stereotype of it being like a hustle city. People are always on the subways going to work and coming back from work and stuff like that's a very busy, busy city. And that is definitely super true. I learned that when I was there. I think it was also it wasn't even the busiest that it could have been because I went during Thanksgiving weekend and obviously lots of people go home for that weekend. So it wasn't even the full city and I felt like it was still super, super busy. Like 
it really did blow my mind that at like nine and 10, it's, there's still so many people just walking around on the streets. Whereas in Vancouver, like even last night when I went out to go see the Christmas lights, I was driving through Vancouver, downtown Vancouver. And at 9 PM, there's like no one left on the sidewalks. Everyone's at home. So New York is definitely like a very out and about city not it doesn't really match my personality because I'm a very like homebody type of person so one thing that I learned for sure is that I do not think I would be happy living in New York that's just not the type of person that I am and I don't vibe with that kind of lifestyle but that's fine because I don't really want to move to New York and I love traveling there so the two things that I really really oh wait three things that I really really noticed is that it's a really really independent and lonely city like it is so easy to live in New York and just be a person who goes to work works for the entire day and then comes back home on the flip side it's also really easy to meet friends and go out all the time because there's just that lifestyle there but I feel like people in New York are not very friendly and they don't really you know talk to people it wasn't like when I went to Austin I feel like when I went to Austin and I was talking to restaurant servers and all this kind of stuff like I really felt very welcome and warmed in Austin whereas in New York I feel like these people were just kind of like they didn't really put in the effort to meet new people or just like be more talkative I only really felt that on the very last night that I was there and I was eating by myself and I was asking the server about the best ways to go and see the Rockefeller tree lighting because I wanted to go see it that night and then I had a conversation with like the lady beside me and the server but after that conversation it wasn't like we kept talking like that was just it Whereas I feel like in Austin, it was definitely very different. Like people would come up to talk to you. It'd be like really, really nice and warm. So I feel like New York is definitely a super independent and lonely city. Or it can be really easy to fall into a very lonely cycle. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of similar to Vancouver though. Vancouver is also super like cold. I've, I've seen lots of TikToks of people who move to Vancouver and they complain about how hard it is to make friends. It's definitely a lot easier in Vancouver when you grow up here because I feel like if you grow up here, everybody knows everybody. Uh, it's crazy. Like I saw that one of my like people I know started dating someone and I was like oh my god I know the person that he started dating because of xyz this totally other reason it's just crazy how people in Vancouver are super connected but in general I don't think it's a very warm city either like it's kind of hard to talk to people so I felt New York was like that too. Another thing is that there was just so much diversity that I do not see in Vancouver. Uh, I think just the United States is much more diverse, but New York being such a major city was also a big part of it as well. You know, there are just so many eclectic people in New York that I was like, wow, this is really, really such a different experience that I'll never get living in Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver is just very, I feel like elitist and classist and a lot of the same type of people move here. Whereas in New York, you have a bunch of different people. You like have a lot of working professionals, of course, you know, people who are consultants and bankers and accountants or whatever. But then you also have like people who are just playing music on the street to make ends meet. I saw uh, there were 
multiple times I was on the subway and then these people just get on to play music on the subway. And I was like, oh my God, this is something that would never happen in Vancouver. It was really crazy. If you listen to my last episode, my nose gets runny when I record my podcast and my nose is runny now. So I really did enjoy just being exposed to all this diversity. I feel like also the diversity in food, like we Vancouver barely has any Ukrainian restaurants. We have halal food, but like not to the abundance of New York. And it's just crazy how the di- the food scene is also super diverse. Like there was food that I had never even heard of before that I saw restaurants as I was walking by. And I was like, oh my God, there's so much different types of food. Whereas in Vancouver, it's like, it's just sushi. It's just fun. It's like a lot of Asian food because there's a lot of Asian people. Um, but in New York, because there's so many more diverse people, there's a lot more diversity in culture, in food, in just interactions with others. So I really enjoyed that. And definitely it's it's great. I feel like I would really enjoy living in a very diverse city. But Vancouver is not super diverse. So yeah, it's actually Vancouver is actually really, really small when you compare to cities like New York and stuff like that. Even though Vancouver is also a major city, I would say it's like the smallest of the major cities, honestly. Okay, last thing about the New York lifestyle is that it's just so common to walk and subway around. And it's so weird because when I'm in Vancouver, I'm like, a five minute drive, I gotta drive there. I mean, a a, a five minute walk, I gotta drive there. I cannot get myself to walk places. I just hate it. But in New York, I think because just the subway is so convenient and it'll let, like there's a subway line for everywhere. You'll get somewhere like with any subway line it's just so common for people to walk in subway around and you don't need a car honestly when I was in my ubers to go to the airport and come back and stuff that was the only time I took a car in New York I was terrified that driving in New York seems terrifying but I was just so motivated to walk and subway and even though places would be like 20 minutes walk away I'd be like yeah I'm down to walk and stuff like that I didn't really have an option but I just thought it was so funny how my mindset changed like that where I was like oh my god like I'm so down to walk right now and it was really nice that was also just pretty much the only exercise I got the entire week because I didn't work out in New York so walking was definitely one of my main modes of transportation so I have two absolute favorite parts of my trip and I need to wrap this episode up because I've been talking for so long I've been recording for over an hour but my two favorite parts of the trip they were actually very simple things that honestly did not need me to go to New York but I'm glad I still experienced them first thing is seeing an old friend so This was such a weird, and she listens to my episodes, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. This girl I was friends with in high school, we were acquaintances. We weren't like besties for sure, but we had calculus together. You know, we would hang out in calculus doing the problems together in high school, stuff like that. After high school, you know, I didn't really think much, you know, she wasn't like a person that I was going to actively keep up with because I I try to keep my circle pretty small. And so, you know, it's very limited with who I wanted to keep up with after high school. But she randomly messaged me a couple weeks before I was going to New York. And she messaged me the nicest things about how she listened to my podcast and just how much it helped her. And honestly, when I read that message, I like cried because I was going through a big phase of not I was feeling really discouraged about my podcast and my content in general. And it's not that I need other people to listen to it to, 
to feel satisfaction in it. Like I really don't do this for like views and money and stuff like that. But to hear that someone else actually genuinely enjoyed the stuff that I was putting out onto the internet and the content that I was making just reaffirmed the reason why I do do this. And it was just really nice to read that message. I think it came at just like the perfect time. And coincidentally, she lives in New York because after she graduated university, she moved out to New York for her first big girl job. So I was like, oh my God, we need to meet up because I'm going to New York at the end of November. We ended up meeting up and I I honestly, I just had no expectations for the day. It's not even like I had low expectations. I had no expectations. That's how I've been kind of facing new situations recently is have no expectations because then you'll not be disappointed. I had such an amazing time and it really, really did surprise me again because I had no expectations. I had no idea what this was going to become, but I was like, wow, like I genuinely had such a pleasant experience seeing her again, being able to talk to her and just catching up and everything like that. I think the biggest thing was just like noticing how much we had both changed after high school, which was really crazy. So that was one of the best experiences of my trip was seeing this friend that I had not seen in a very long time. First of all, because she just offered me new perspectives and ways of thinking about things that I had never even thought about before. And then also because, you know, this was an experience that I never would have had otherwise because, you know, she was a person I didn't really try to keep up with after high school. It, I just was like, oh, I don't really think, you know, we'll be friends after. But one thing that I really did learn was, you know, don't write off people and you can really learn from anyone. Even if you go into it thinking, oh, they're not going to be able to, help me with xyz there's a lot of things that people can bring that you don't even know yet and you can't just write them off because they're not able to help you with this goal that you have or whatever i think that's really really shallow when you only try to get to know people because they can help you or because they're beneficial in some way i really do want to get in the habit of just learning from everyone that I can even if maybe their life path isn't applicable to mine there is always something that they can bring whether it's like a life hack uh like that they have about cleaning your apartment or something like that I don't know it can be super random or it can be super deep like anything people are always there to help and it was just really nice to have that experience I don't know that was like probably one of the best experiences of my trip So yeah, and then the next thing, the next best thing about my trip was that I just got to slow down and enjoy. And it's ironic that this is in New York City, which is like one of the most fast paced cities in the world. But like New York, when I was in New York, it was finally a week where I could just be on my phone and not feel guilty about it. When I'm in Vancouver and I'm working so much, I literally don't have time because I'm balancing so many different things and just trying to make things work. But when I was in New York, I was able to just slow down. If I wanted to stay at home for the morning, I could and I didn't have to feel guilty about it. I could watch TikToks if I wanted to. I could go to bed when I wanted. Like It was just so nice to slow down and enjoy after so many months of just working and having such a rigid schedule is really nice to be able to just relax and decompress in New York. I love traveling alone uh, because of this exact reason. You get to choose what you want to do. You don't have to feel like you're trying to accommodate other people and trying not to be too needy for yourself and stuff like that. Like 
it's really nice to be able to just do what you want. And granted, if you have good friends, they'll let you do what you want as well. But not all of us have that, right? It's so, it was so nice to be able to just be alone and have like my alone time and do what I want and not have to be constantly working. So that was really nice. And of course, people watching is my favorite thing to do when I'm out on vacation because you get to learn about what people do. It's kind of hard, though, because in New York, you really shouldn't stare at people. But it's just like a habit of mine. I love watching people. I love just. Yeah. So anyways, that's my New York trip wrapped up in a nutshell. Hope you found some good food recommendations. Hope I got to help you with making your decision about solo traveling. I am always down for solo traveling. I think that is so fun. Have a great week. Um, I will see you in my next episode. Bye.